Howdy. Well, here we go. What is this, episode 32? How do, old fella? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Snowy evening here in May. Number 32. 32. All right. <clears throat> so it's snowing here. Uh-oh. I'm sure you've had a weather. I'm broken up. Let's see if... Oh. Is it? Yeah. Huh. It's uh it's sixty five here. Oh. Isn't that something? That's beautiful. It's it's not terrible. No, I, I guess you're you're in a better place. <laughs> no, it snowed like probably, I don't know, three or four inches today and then they're talking another one to three tonight. Something like that. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh oh. I might have broke it. Garrett. Oh. oh, are we back? Get... Hello. Oh, there it is. Oh. <clears throat> these these technical difficulties. We might have been fighting through the first minute or so of this episode, but we got her. We're back. Episode thirty two. Number three two. It's allegedly snowing in the northeast. Yes. That must suck. Yeah, it's not too bad. I raise you. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight? Ah, uh, same thing as previous. All right, Pat's Blue Ribbon. The the PB the P Bird. The P Bird. I just I literally so. <clears throat> I know that you've been off the sauce now for going on a good eight months or so, almost. Yeah. Getting um, there. I just had probably the worst fucking beer I've ever tasted in my life. Really? It, yeah. It was like deep throat in a fucking pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was uh, it was called Hoppy Holidays. Oh, it's, fr- it's from a brewery down here called mm-hmm. Noda. Mm-hmm. It is fucking absolute garbage. It All is right. the worst beer I've ever had in my fucking life, and I regret every second of drinking it. And I finished it because Mama no, didn't you, raise no quitter. Exactly, you didn't. You didn't. You don't waste beer. It's simple as that. Was it? So was it like an IPA? It was an IPA <clears throat> that was, as they described it, piney. Uh, <laughs> no, it was like damn evergreen. It was <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> it was terrible like you know how gin kind of has that pine needle taste yeah yeah that's okay in gin because it's fucking gin yeah this was like oh hey oh it's the christmas season here's a pine cone fucking let me ramrod this thing down your throat a couple times so you basically just snapped a, a branch off of a Christmas tree and started chewing on it. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> not great. Not great at all, pal. Is that where you left it? Did you have another one to try to wash the taste out of your mouth? Like a different beer? Or? Oh, I slammed two. I went to. I went complete opposite end of the spectrum and went sour IPAs. Oh. So I can try and burn that right out of my esophagus. All right. And how'd that go? <clears throat> I didn't do the job. I can still taste pine trees. 
All right. So the second beer was you can't really give a good rating on that because oh no, it was way better because it didn't make me want to vomit up fucking Christmas like Chris Kringle. <laughs> Dude, it was for like, somebody that's not the biggest fan of you know Christmas. You order a beer called Hoppy Holidays and it tastes like you're chewing on a Christmas tree. Yeah, I felt like the fucking Grinch shoving a Christmas tree up my asshole. <laughs> All right, there it is. Bad, Not and that's great. and that's your beer review. Yeah, that's my beer review. I I texted Ian, former uh, guest of the podcast. Yes, uh, I texted him and said, "Whatever, whatever you do, do not ever make a fucking holiday beer." Yeah, yeah, especially hoppy holidays. Yeah. I should have known. I should have known better. Just the fact that it was hoppy holidays. <clears throat> you mean... Like if someone came up to me and said that at a brewery, I'd probably punch him in the face. Yeah. Like, oh, hoppy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it's Merry Christmas, first of all. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess I'll I'll catch the peoples up on my my doings over the past few days past weekend did a little uh christmas shopping excursion i did too did you yeah where'd you go down there mine was drastically different than yours i believe yeah yeah uh i went to two gun shows oh oh all right well would you (laughs) did you purchase anything for yourself uh not for myself no I, i almost you know uh Pun intended. Almost pulled the trigger on a few. Yeah. But there's some good deals. It just makes me want to go to gun shows when I get home. And I found out there's a couple coming up. up Ooh. The, uh, the Ville of Waters. Ooh. So uh, sometime in, De- in January's, we might have to head north. Yeah. Be good for content. You know, it's all for research. Yes. Yeah. Really. Exactly. I like gun shows. Never really been. To, actually, I can actually I've never been to one, but I have a feeling I'd like it. It was um, it was kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. After going to, I've been to so many trade shows and like waterfowl shows and hunting and fishing shows. The gun world was a completely different world. Yeah, I actually, I actually liked it more than every other show I've ever been to. All right. Because the people understand, like, you need to read what you're looking at. You need to, like, kind of look at it. And and they give you your space. Yeah. It wasn't like as soon as you walk up to a booth, like, oh, here's a verbal diarrhea of my entire life story. Yeah. Please buy something from me. It was just like, hey, let us know if you need any help. Okay, good. Yeah. Yep. All right, move on. It was awesome. Nice. Um. So Hold now, w- what's the process down there for, like, buying a gun if you're out of state? Did you um, figure that? Long guns I could have walked out with. Uh, <laughs> pistols, I believe, is a three-day wait. Yeah. Well, that's not <clears> too bad. No, and, like, one of the dudes I talked to, he's like, he's like, if you want to put a deposit down right now, he's like, and then just come over to my store. Yeah. And we'll do everything there, and then it'll be, you know, three days. Then I'm like, that's just one more thing I got to fucking get home. Like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. 
and there was nothing like nothing crazy deal worth like being like okay i can it i can justify shipping this home for a, a completely additional hundred dollars like, yeah you know what i mean like it just there wasn't anything that i was like dead set on or had never seen before that i was like i have to have yeah although have been doing some researches what do you what are you researching uh duck guns oh there's a company uh they're turkish made came out uh i think a couple of years ago and really the only way they've ever advertised is through social medias yeah and so one of the podcasts I listen to quite frequently, they are sponsored by them and they shoot their guns. <clears throat> and I was kind of like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. Like, whatever. I really love the manufacturer of my gun. Really don't want to get away from it. But then I started looking at some of the features. Yeah. You can release the whole trigger assembly with one press of a button. <clears throat> All right. It's amazing. The gun comes apart in under 15 seconds. Wow. It's, yeah. So for field stripping, if there was an issue, it's going to be a lot quicker. Uh, not just like field stripping, but like actually like, uh, dude, I could not tell. I think I posted a picture of the insides of my guns. Yeah. Earlier this year. I'll post it again just on like the, the Instagram's page. Um I'm not a big proponent of cleaning weaponry. I just like it to work. Well, I mean, yeah, seems, it's important with a waterfowl gun. Which seems counterintuitive to not want to clean it and then it's still expect it to work. But Well, with Benelli's, you're kind of spoiled. Yes, very much so. I mean, the gun, when I took the picture of my gun, it was still functional. It just, it needed a little extra oomph to get the, you know, magazine to shot. Yeah really wasn't a big deal but this I, I couldn't tell you the last time i took out the whole trigger assembly and all the associated parts inside of uh, my shotgun yeah i don't i i really don't know if i ever have i never did on my benelli all i normally do see this is why i buy rem oil is because i just hold it upside down and then just absolutely douche canoe it and just let it all run. It's like pressure washing. Yeah. That's how I clean the inside of my gun. Yeah. And I mean, how many, if you even had to put a number, if you, I don't even know if you could, a number of rounds that that gun has shot. Uh, let's see. I think I bought that in 2008. So 11 years. Uh, I put it probably in the fifteen to twenty thousand rounds. You think? Yeah, that's easy. Because there's definitely been years where there's been a lot more. There's been years where there's less. But I mean, there's been years where you've got trap shooting a lot more. Right. I mean, I typically shoot right around a case of duck shells a year. So that's two. That's two fifty alone, just there. Probably more than that, honestly. Um, but then, I mean, this year alone, I think I've put probably close to 1300 rounds through it. Wow. And I've cleaned it twice. 
like but this this company it's called Rite. they they got some shit going on i like it i like the look of it i really want to hold one and feel it yeah um that's my biggest thing is i like I was talking to one of the guys at the gun show and I, cause I was asking if he'd come across one or if he'd seen one. He's like, no, he's like, and I got this Browning. I was like, no, he's like, what do you shoot? I was like a Benelli. And he's like, Oh, and I was like, dude, it, it honestly has nothing to do with price. You can yeah. fucking hand me a $300 gun. If it fits like my Benelli, I'll fucking buy it. Yeah. That's like, that super black Eagle. Is such a nice feeling gun. It just, it's just, it's like putting on a fucking nice old flannel from last, you know, fall. Yeah. It, it's just a hug. It's a constant. It's always yeah. going to be there. It's just. I love that gun. I love the way it fits. I love the way it shoots. And you'll <clears> never <throat> get rid of it. Oh, no. I think it's probably worth about. It's probably worth more in scrap metal than it is actually fucking. Yeah. It's bad. That's like the. Like, I, I've become anal about cleaning my pistol like I, i'll clean it the past like i've started to clean it once a week and i don't even shoot it every week you know what i mean but with dust and stuff getting in there from when i carry it i just i just want to keep it clean just to hey, to make remember, sure it works you remember that day we went shooting yeah when you just bought that pistol yeah yeah, that was the last time I cleaned any of my guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't count how many times I've cleaned it since then. I just, I don't know. A, a my pistol's not that dirty. Yeah. But B, and I haven't really, I haven't shot it since then, actually. But Like, that, where I work, you know, with the dust and stuff, it's it's not a bad idea for me to clean it, just to all the particles and shit getting in there. You can look around the hammer assembly and notice, you know, stuff building up from the oil and stuff that's back there. Oh, I got to, I was going to buy it down here. Cause the guy's like, Oh, I got a wicked gun show price on it. I'm like, dude, I have to get like, I have to fly home. Yeah. Like, my bag's already overweight. Like I don't need any more help. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but there's a, the stuff the guy was showing me is it's nice. I got a card for it. It looks good. So what is it? I'll give it a shot. Um, it's a cleaner oil and it's more of like, it's more of a grease than it is an oil. Yep. But it's a spray on. All right. But then also for like hinged parts, like if you shoot an over under or a break action. Yep. Um, they have a syringe. For right. hinged parts. But it's pretty cool. Like you spray it on and wait like a minute and it's it's not dry, but it like it doesn't pick up dust. It's actually pretty cool stuff. Huh, have to check it out. And he says it's guaranteed down to minus thirty. Wow. So I plan on putting the old firing pin through that fucking course this year. Yep. No doubt. Um, yeah, so we went to we went to Cabela's and got some Christmas shopping done there. Got my picture taken with Santa Claus. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed you weren't uh, on the lap. Yeah, well, I I could the look in his eyes when I was walking up 
you know. Should have matched the look in your eyes of just yeah. pure joy and excitement. <laughs> I was worried that he was worried about me sitting on his lap. So decided to stand behind him. The funniest part about the whole um, situation was the wouldn't so that they're like, all right, you ready for your picture? And they have the uh, the toy for the um, the children's. Yeah. So it, like yeah. to get their attentions, it um, it's like a duck rattle or a like a turkey gobble thing that you shake. Yeah. So we're standing there and, you know, we're grown ass adults. And she's like, all right, you ready? And then she wiggles the toy to get our attention. And it worked. You, know, you got it, happy. Yeah, it was funny. So we laughed, and I told him I wanted an AR for Christmas, and then I had to explain what that was to the big fella. Did he tell you you were going to shoot your eye out? He didn't. Well, then he's not a very good Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> but I did put. I did see the AR I want at Cabela's. But. The old Sig Sawyer? No, it's uh, it's actually a Smith and Wesson. Oh, that's yeah, that's, yeah. Smith and Wesson MP15. It's a budget AR, but it's one of those ones that you can build up. You can add different stuff to it as you're ready. <clears throat> but the platform itself is fairly inexpensive to start. Ready to shoot out of the box, you know. So we'll see what happens someday. Maybe Santa will listen for you. Hopefully. You never know. And then, I, yeah, so we did some Christmas shopping. Cabela's is busy. Can imagine. Yeah. So I got tracked down by two customers. Oh, good. Mm. Oh, speaking of which, I need to schedule a pickup. Oh, boy. Snowblower's fucked. <laughs> All right, I'll write up some paperwork tomorrow. That'll work. Um, so what'd you do for uh, food while you're up there, pal? Oh, well, I have a little story written um, that I'd like to share with the folks at home. Do I uh, need to find some dramatic music? Can you, like, story reading music? <clears throat> let, me see, let me see what I can come up with here. All right. Um, I didn't get a, I didn't get a chance to do my other part of what I said I was going to do. Yeah. Um, I did, however, have some wings that were pretty terrible. Nashville barbecue or Nashville hot is just bullshit. Can we just say it? <laughs> All right. I agree. Have you had it? Like I've, I, I, it's overrated in my eyes. It's just spicy barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's all the fuck it is. Like, oh, it's Nashville hot. No, it's fucking barbecue sauce with too much fucking hot pepper in it. Yeah, that is exactly what it is. Um, let's see here. We gotta open up the tubes of you. <coughs> oh, what happened here? Uh, 
Ugh, people on Facebook. There's just something different with Disney well, movie. I'm not. I don't. Let's not get started on the book of faces. I can go on a. I can go on a run. People, they're just. Oh, how's that music? Um, that's not, that's not quite the vibe I'm trying to. What what kind of, what kind of vibe are you trying to come up with? You know, maybe some light, just gentle music for the ear, for the earlobes. Right. All right, let's let's see what we can come up with. Gentle background. Yeah. Uh, this is a three-hour-long song, so... Uh, oh. oh, that's perfect. Uh, maybe back the volume down just a skosh. How's that? Sounds good to me. A reading by Hugh. To whom it may concern, this past Saturday night, my wife and I went to Cabela's to do some Christmas shopping. Towards the end of our shopping trip, I started to get a little hungry. When we got in the truck, I looked up some local fast food fare to find something fairly quick to eat. I decided on five guys. I figured a good burger and some fries would hit the spot. So we headed out, and on the way, on the way there, not being familiar with the area, I ended up getting a little lost. As we tried to get turned around and, and find our bearings, we happened to come across the Popeye's chicken. The Louisiana kitchen is what they refer to it as. I said to my wife, you know what? Let's see what all the hubbub is about with this spicy chicken sandwich. And we went in or we pulled up. Now, a lot of you may be be surprised because for previous episodes I've portrayed myself as a bit of a Chick-fil-A fanatic but against my better judgment I decided to give the old Louisiana kitchen a try we walked in and quickly noticed that it was busy and we weren't surprised with it being the Christmas shopping season at all so we waited our turn and stepped up to place our order upon doing so we were greeted by a man that looked like he had just started his work release program and was ready to get his life back on track. Yeah, good for him. We'll call him Ricky. So I ordered a spicy chicken sandwich combo meal with Cajun fries and a large beverage. And also a three-piece chicken tender to share with Mandy. She also ordered a large drink. We paid for our purchase, received our order number, 98. And cups for our drinks. Mandy then went to the machine to get our drinks and noticed that the machine, out of order, overflowing with ice and leaking all over the floor. So we ended up handing our cups to Ricky, telling him what we wanted, and he went out back and filled them up at the drive-thru soda fountain, I presume. After we got our drinks, we sat down to wait for our order, to wait to wait for order number 98. All the while, it kept getting busier and busier with college students coming in to get their meals for the evening. Ricky had left his post and was replaced by a younger kid. I'm not sure his name. 
As we were waiting, more and more people noticed the broken soda fountain. And now 15 minutes has passed. Still no food. Ricky did come out to confirm that the soda machine was, in fact, a piece of shit and nothing but a big ice chest. Finally, we hear the words, Order 98. We retrieve our vittles and sit down to eat. The first thing I tried were the Cajun fries. I was impressed. Hot and tasty. Almost explained the 20-minute wait. Quality takes time. So I was hoping that was the issue, that was the reason. I was wrong. Oh, was I wrong. I started in on the sandwich, taking one or two bites into what was basically lukewarm, crispy batter with no chicken to be found. And eventually, when I did find the small amount of chicken breast, it was loaded with gristle and tasted like it had been sitting under a heat lamp since the lunch rush. I've eaten gas station chicken sandwiches that were better than this. Maybe it was me. Maybe Ricky and his crew were having on an off night. Or maybe it was the fact I decided to try a southern-based fast food chain in New England. Either way, I will never cross the threshold of a Popeye's establishment ever again. I rate this sandwich at 1.3, and that's only because I liked the Cajun fries. That's my review. And to Chick-fil-A, I'm sorry. Thank you. Well, that was just fucking beautiful. (laughs) Got deer in the eye. Well, you know. So, I don't know if the the lady shared the text exchange that her and I had. A little bit. Was that the first experience? North, south, east, west of the Popeyes of chickens for you. Yes, it was. Uh, welcome to Popeyes Chicken. It doesn't matter where the fuck you get it; it is goddamn hot garbage. I, I have. I mean, everybody's seen on social media and in the news people killing other people and fighting over these spicy chicken sandwiches, and it's like it, the. I'm going to use a word, maybe it's not the right context for this word, but I learned it on Barstool Sports today by Chaps said it. The fighting and the arguments over these chicken sandwiches are erroneous. They are. It's ridiculous. They are terrible. It's, I have no clue why it was such a, why it was such a big deal. And the whole time, Popeyes is getting all this publicity. Chick-fil-A is just sitting back, you know. And and I know you're not a big fan of Chick-fil-A, but that's besides the point in this situation. Chick-fil-A is just like, we've got this. I mean, go ahead and do what you want. We we've got this cornered. You'll you'll soon realize that we own the chicken sandwich game. You stick to your fried shrimp and fried chicken tenders and your chicken breasts and biscuits. No, it's all terrible. It's all, all terrible. So, back before kids, BC, or BK, I guess, uh, we used to drive to the Keys of the Florida every winter. So, 
oh, 60% of that drive is in what I would consider the South. Yep. Stopped at Popeye's once. Yeah. A big emphasis on the once. It was the first trip home. I do not believe I made it 11 miles before evacuating said Popeye's and the partner I was with as well. Yes. It was absolutely god-awful. The service at this place was horrible. And that and that's not necessarily a, a shot on Popeye's as a whole. I've like I said, I've never been to another one. Um, but it, like the, like there was a lady that came in right after us that she was still waiting for her food while everybody that ordered after her got theirs. And, you know, then there was a bunch of teenagers that were coming in that were obviously friends with some of the teenagers that were working there. And they were shooting the shit and, you know, walking behind the counter. And it's just the whole the whole experience was disappointing. I should have just gone to five guys. Yeah. uh, Oh, the they used to have what was her name? They had a lady that did all the marketing. The TV commercials? Yeah. Yeah, I think I forget what her name was, but she did a good job. They they marketed the shit out of that company. Oh, it was Annie the Chicken Queen. Was it? Was her, was her name. A fictitious, upbeat, African-American Popeye chef. Well, I think she's been dethroned. Yeah. Because it sucks. It is... Um, it's uh, pretty terrible. Yeah. So right outside of my outside of my hotel currently, I have a Chick Fil A across the street, a Bojangles basically in the parking lot. Yeah. Now Bojangles got ruined for me. Okay. And the only reason, and I haven't given it a fair shot since growing into adulthood here, but <clears throat> when I came, I used to come down here, got family in the area. Mm. And they said, oh, you want breakfast? We'll go get you a breakfast sandwich. I was like, okay. They come back, open it up. I didn't even really look at it. Mistake number one. Fried chicken biscuit at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. See, I like that. Uh, I'm I'm pro chicken biscuit. Growing up in the Northeast, a Saturday morning breakfast that has nothing to do with fried chicken. This is true. I was expecting bacon, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and sausage, ham, egg, and cheese, something. Now, they do. Uh, you probably haven't been back since. But, you know, out, so we've got pop. So we've now talked Popeyes, Bojangles, and Chick-fil-A. I'm throwing Popeyes in the trash. And I'm taking that trash and I'm putting it in the incinerator to never be back again. Yeah. Bojangles, I really do like that they're a, they're <clears throat> the chicken and biscuit. That's not everybody's jam. They do have a sausage biscuit that's really good. But one thing I think you should try there is the bowberry biscuit. The bowberry, you say? Yeah. It's basically a blueberry biscuit covered in icing, and it's, it is really good. So it's like a blueberry turnover, if you will. 
Yeah, it's yeah, just circular versus triangular shaped. So I will say this about that. I have the wife turned me on to this. And it's probably the worst thing she's ever done to me because I'm obsessed. But and I know you're not a huge Starbucks fan. No. But the Starbucks has this thing called the Cranberry Bliss Bar. Mm-hmm. That is quite possibly the most delicious thing I've ever tasted in my life. Really? For a for a breakfast dessert. Alright. It is literally just like a vanilla pound cake with like a little lemony style frosting. Yeah. With dried craisins with craisins sprinkled on top. Oh my god. I've literally had it for breakfast every day since I got here. <laughs> it has been amazing. Well, all right. Um but yeah, the and let's not forget about the true OG of chicken sandwiches. Because Chick-fil-A, okay, you can have your time. And you got your spicy chicken sandwich now, but you weren't the first. And you're not the best. Who's the best in your eyes? Mr. Dave Thomas. Wendy's does have a pretty good chicken sandwich. Wendy's chicken sandwich is... So, the thing with Chick-fil-A that it's my knock on them because, you know, if you're... So, it's sort of like... the best way I can put it is like, it's like a Starbucks. It doesn't matter where you go in the country. Starbucks tastes like Starbucks. Whether you want to say it's good, bad, or indifferent, you know what you're getting. It's sort of like Applebee's where like nothing is great, but nothing is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Wendy's chicken sandwich. You're going to get the same chicken sandwich in Florida, California, Washington or Maine. Yeah. Same goddamn chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A. Now having experienced this and trying it in the South versus upstate New York. They're completely different animals. Yeah. Did you like it better in the South? It's it tasted better in the South. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's because my IQ got lowered because I'm down here. Residual CTE or something? I don't know. <laughs> but it does taste better in the South. All right. And speaking of the South, I posted about this earlier, and your wife seemed to say think that they have the greatest ice, but it is the most fucked up ice they I, got. Yeah. I can't stand that ice. It fills up three quarters of the glass. Yeah, in fact, I, a lot of the times I ask for it for, with no ice down there. It's terrible. Yeah. Like, I got shit the other day because, like, I just got water. Like, I literally just, at lunch, I just wanted water. Yeah. She brings it to me, and I, like, drank it. And, like, it was, I was down to ice by the time she walked away from the table. Yeah. She's like, geez, you thirsty? I was like, well, no, I'd like a cup of water, but fuck, I got, you know, eight miles of ice here to get through before any of this melts. So I guess, you know, in the next six days, I might get some water out of this. Yeah. Yeah, their ice down here is, I don't get it. I don't know how you make it. I don't know how they do it, but it's not normal. <laughs> Obviously, it's the South. Yeah. Yeah, they they do. They do 
some fucked up shit down there. Um, <clears throat> what else was I going to say? Yeah, so I'm out on, I'm out on Popeyes. I, I just, it's no fun. It really isn't. I mean, and I hate to say that. I'm going to try. I know you said I can get out of this, but I'm going to try and not fuck this up. So we're going to try and get out of this recording. Hopefully it stays because I got some notes taken down. All right. Um, I wrote down Chick-fil-A for breakfast and I don't remember why. Hmm. Oh, um, on the subject of said uh, help at restaurants. Yeah. I just can't handle people anymore. I just, I really can't. Like, it, I just want to sit there and yell, do your job, like Bill Belichick at people. Yeah. Like, I walked up the Starbucks I go to every day. There's a couple awesome people that work there. And then there's this one guy that every day that I see him, I just want to punch him in the face. All right. And like, granted, probably because he's been there since the last time I was here. So clearly not really moving on with life. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Starbucks offers great benefits and whatever and whatnot. But uh, this dude's a lifer. He's never going to leave because he's useless as, pardon my French, tits on a bull. All right. He is just, it's just bad. <laughs> yeah. And he like, he looks, I walked up the other day and he's on the phone and which I don't really understand who you're talking to on the Starbucks, like landline. Who calls and, a Starbucks? I fucked if I know, but this dude was on the phone at six fifteen in the morning. All right. And I'm like, okay, uh, this is a little weird. But he's like talking and talking, and he's like, "Oh, can I help you?" And I was like, "I I don't know. Are you working? Like, what, what's what's happening here?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And so I tell him exactly what I want, and he says, "Okay." And then like three minutes later, he's like, "So what did you want again?" And he's still on the phone, and I just looked at him and I was like, "Dude, hang up the phone." And he's like, "What?" I was like, I'm not telling you again until you hang up the phone and you actually fucking listen. Yeah. And he like was like taken back and like looked at me like I'm an asshole. And I'm like, dude, your job is to take my order right now. Like I'm I'm not trying to be condescending to anyone that works in the food service industry. But if I tell you something, you tell me you got it. And then you come back to me and ask me and you're still doing the same shit that you didn't listen the first fucking time. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. And I was like. And he kind of said something to me. And then like one of the, the there's this girl that works. She always is always making drinks. She's awesome. She's super happy in the mornings, which normally I'm turned off by because I don't like happy people in the mornings before I get <laughs> coffee. But she just like, it's not too much. It's not too little. She's like, she's got a good balance. Like she's yeah. actually enjoyable in the morning. And she's like, I'll get you. She's like, what? She's like, you want your same, same coffee you get every morning? I was like, yep. She's like, I got you. And I was like, I appreciate you right now. That that right there is one of the best qualities you can have in an employee. Is Dude, she's awesome. Is having you know 
finding that employee that no matter what industry you're in, but if you could remember the customer, remember what you've done for them in the past. Like if I talk to a customer, I may not necessarily remember their name, but if I bring up like, yeah, I sold, I sold you a, you, are you still liking your lawnmower that you bought a couple of years ago? That type of thing. Yeah. It, it, they love it. Oh yeah. They love well, it. I mean like this morning I went in there early. Um, I had to work. I had to log in early and do some work early. Yeah. And I went in there early and she was there and got my coffee and she's like, she's like, you know, I, ha- I hope you have a great day. And she's like, see you tomorrow. And I was like, you know it. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's a good little, like, she's just pleasant. Yeah. And like, I really think like that probably tomorrow when I go in, I know who the manager is and she's kind of useless, but, um, I think I'm just going to unload and I'm going to be like, all right, look, this guy needs to go. These three people that you have being baristas and actually making drinks and like being productive are awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he does here or what his role is, but he's useless. (laughs) You need to cut the dead weight because you'd honestly probably do more business without him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they appreciate the, well, the trouble is a lot of that, like, it's middle management, and they that just it dies with them. They're not going to say anything. No, that's what the Twitter's for. Yep. I got to get her name. She's like super happy and bubbly, like like over the top, but like not. I don't know. It's weird. I'm normally not like this. This is why I told you so hard to explain. Is I normally hate happy people in the morning. Yeah, Pe- people that are happy in the morning have a severe disease. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, kind of like your father. No, he's not even happy in the mornings. He just wakes up ready to go. I, I mean, like it's just like a light switch went on. Nah, he's slowing down in his old Is age. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, we had some listener questions, right? We We had some listener questions and answers. Actually... Before we get into those, the stats you posted about Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Yeah, how about that, huh? That's impressive. I like Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees. I have nothing against Drew Brees. I think it's incredible for what he's done. Yeah. For, being, for breaking the mold of like a typical quarterback, like 6'5", 220, you know, rich white kid, basically. But facts are facts, man. Yeah. I mean, the dude is legit. Like, there's no, there's no doubting. He's good. Yeah. I agree. 100%. But for people to be saying that he's the greatest of all time and he's amazing, and then you look at his numbers compared to Tom Brady, and it's just like, ha! Yeah. Exactly. They're playing in the exact same NFL. Like, you know, like there's always the argument of like, oh, well, you know, who knows what. Jerry or you know Joe Montana could have done in this this style NFL yeah and it's like okay well Drew Brees and Tom Brady are literally playing the exact same time yeah and you look at those stats and you're just like wow well um I would have to say someone here is better (laughs) like yeah no I mean the numbers are in themselves and it um, it's just, it's ridiculous. 
So, um, and then the Patriots won. So I guess we could touch on that. Yeah. And uh, the Patriots won. Josh Gordon got suspended, and Antonio Brown continues to go on Twitter rants. Yeah. So I mean, it looks like just. I mean, the Patriots are pretty smart about some stuff. That's exactly why I posted what I posted. Yeah, in Bill, we trust. Just like it's almost like someone tipped him off or tipped Kraft off, and they were just like, you know what, fuck it, release him. Yeah. And then everyone in the NFL is like, why would you get rid of Josh Gordon? Your offense is struggling. Blah 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 blah. Oh, he has one catch for sixty yards, and oh, look, whoops, got suspended. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. You know, it was kind of Back- like what Pat. Uh, you know what Pat McAfee said about Jamie Collins when they traded him to um, Cleveland. You know, I, I was thinking about that today with this whole thing. I was like, maybe it, it Pat brought it up. He's like, maybe he did something to piss off the organization. And that was kind of like his punishment. And if they noticed him get better, they'd bring him back. Yeah. And that's what they did, you know? So, Maybe he did piss Belichick or the Crafts off or something like that. And they're like, all right, well, you're going to go here and sit in timeout for a little while. And yeah, uh, you, you can go play for the Browns. Enjoy your time over there. Uh, let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> yeah. And then you could come back once you've adjusted your attitude. You know, and then he comes back even better. <laughs> Get a, gets, makes you a little more hungry, I think. Yeah. You've... A little slice of humble pie. Yep, the grass isn't greener. You know. Um, it might be fun other places because you don't have to do everything we do here, but you also don't win, so. Um... Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um... And I would like to go on record. Um, I haven't gone back and found. I need to go back and find the sound clip in which I go in on my Browns rant. Yes. But I know for a fact that I stated that they would go no better than eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are currently six and eight and have no ch- no chance at being any better than eight and eight. So I just wanted to say I'm right. No, I yeah, you were you were right. We were all just I don't know. We had hope for the Browns. And me saying that as a Patriots fan is uh, is different. But well, it's just like I actually got, I got into it with not got into it, but ha- had a little hearty discussion today at work. And one of the guys was saying about how he doesn't think the Ravens are going to win it this year, but they're going to win it next year. Yeah. And I said, really? He goes, yep. I said, I, I will put money right now. And I, I, I expect all of our listeners to uh, hold me to this. I'm calling the Ravens don't win 10 games or more next year. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. If they don't I, if they don't win it this year, even if they don't win it this year, they're not going to be as good as they are next I year. I don't care what they do this year. Yeah. I, like, they can win it all. That's fine. It'll probably be even worse. But if, if – win, lo- win or lose in this – if they make it to the Super Bowl this year, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They will not win 10 games next year. And it's 
it it goes back to like just the fundamentals of everyone saying that you know oh this is the new NFL this is the new NFL and it's like okay you had the Rams got lucky yeah uh even the Eagles kind of did the same kind of spread offense. Um, and you have Russell Wilson. Other than that, show me. And really, I mean, the Eagles really, when you break it down, they're really a passing. It was a passing quarterback. Yeah. It's not a Lamar Jackson. The closest thing you really did have was Russell Wilson when they won the Super Bowl with him. Yeah. And then. I mean, it's taken him years to get back to where he is now, but it's just, I... Lamar Jackson's going to end up hurt. I don't even think it's going to be hurt. I think it's just going to be the the defenses. Okay, so now, what did you really have on Lamar Jackson from last year? Really no tape, right? Yeah. You had no plan. Now Harbaugh designed this whole new offense. Okay, so now you've got 16 games of game film on Lamar Jackson you're not going to be able to do the same shit. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's true. It kind of brings me back to that. Go ahead. I think it's really, really going to show up in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I would be surprised if they make it through the first round. I said that today. I really, I honestly don't think they'll make it out of the first round. Yeah. I said that today. Um. I uh, and you look at who they lost to too. I mean, they lost to what the Browns, the Chiefs. Uh, is that it? Yeah, they lost to the Browns. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, do they only have two losses, or do they have three? I think they have the same record as the Patriots now. Didn't ten and three, so or eleven and three. I can't remember. So. No, they're 12 and 2. 12 and 2. They they lost to the Browns and the Chiefs. But the thing that I was noticing actually today, (laughs) because I was kind of looking at their schedule. Yeah. So, like, they put up 20 points against the Redskins. The Redskins are terrible. They put up 26 against the Eagles. They put up 26 against the Packers. They only put up 29 against the Raven or the Jaguars. Yeah. Like, you think they would have a lot more? They really, I mean, they're, I, I want to say they're fucking average for, I mean, they had two, they had two big games. They blew out the Bengals. They blew out the Texans not really blown out but like i don't know they only won by three to the raven or to the niners yeah they only beat the bills by a touchdown and like you said i mean now now other teams are gonna have 16 games worth of film or more you know with the playoffs to to be able to watch these guys and really if you take the 49ers, the Rams, the Patriots game, the Seahawks game, and the earlier Chiefs game. Those are the only ones you really need to look at to be like, okay, what do you do in these situations? 
Yeah. Because the other teams you've played are absolute goddamn dumpster fires. And, you know, remember that year that I think it was the Dolphins, they they played the Patriots and kicked their ass with that wildcat formation. Right. And then the next year, the Patriots had a plan against it and whooped them. Well, and that's, I mean, so I forget who it was, but it was on Pat's show when they talked, they said something about like, what if this was just Belichick? Like knowing that you're going to go all out, like knowing the fact that the Ravens are, this is their Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like anyone that plays the Patriots. Like, you're going to play them tough and as hard as you can. And not saying that the Patriots were trying to lose, but I think they were like, you know, we can hold, we can hold our cards on defense just to see what they're going to do. Yep. And then so, if we play, I don't think they beat the Patriots like that in the playoffs. No. If we face them. I don't think so, especially not with the way fucking Stefan Gilmore's playing. Yeah. Dude, he is I he is just an animal. He is a freak. Did you see that meme? It was Dwight from the uh the office at Angela or whatever. And it's like uh open receiver and then the Angela's in the background that says Stefan Gilmore. <laughs> and then the next picture is Dwight looking down and seeing Stefan Gilmore. And it's what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Just coming out of nowhere. Yeah, and- it's what did they say? Like he's only given up I think he's only given up like three three catches this year. Yeah, something stupid. And, and he's, he's got and he's got four touchdowns. Yeah, four touchdowns and six interceptions or something like that. Yeah. And that's the that Sunday was the second game where he had two or more interceptions. Yeah, and then he, lead, he leads the league in interceptions. And then J.C. Jackson, that that kid was, I mean, he had two. Yeah. And Which, then, I mean, I it, I almost felt bad watching him Dalton get his fucking absolute ass handed to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one. Just like talk about like a. a a storied career of mediocrity. Yeah. Just kind of floated along. Oh, and the Browns were the decade's worst football team. All right. Uh, I believe they had a .269 winning percentage. Jesus Christ. Yeah, those aren't even – that won't get in – that won't get you into fucking Wrigleyville. No. Not at all. Did you see uh, the Hall of Fame or the Heisman honors the other night? I I saw some of it with with like you know I had Tim Tebow and then Johnny Manziel standing on the end and it was just like Johnny's like I don't even know why the fuck I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a yeah I I gotta go try and sell some cars so I can make rent this month. Yeah, uh, can I get the fuck out of here, guys? Yeah, is dinner free or do I have to yeah. pay for this? Yeah. Can I write you an IOU? For yeah. This <laughs> yeah, he looked like he just woke up out of a three day bender. Did you happen to see the Tiger Woods President's Cup? How, Bob? I did not. So, well, first of all, Barstool Sports, and 
I know you're not a big golf guy, but they've got a golf podcast. It's called Foreplay. Yep. I really like the podcast. It's really cool. They do. They get some guys to open up and actually like be human, like caddies, course designers, even players. Um, but they were credentialed down there, and like they were kind of you know geeking out over Tiger Woods. I mean, who wouldn't? I yeah. guess is like my thing. But like old white golf Twitter was like, why don't you fucking act professional? Like who the fuck cares? And it's like, dude, Tiger Woods has never dapped any of you guys up. Like it was pretty cool. Like Tiger's on his way to a tee, walks by the guys from foreplay and like literally stops, daps each one of them up. And he's like, all right, let's go win this. Like, yeah. You none of the, no golf writer with the exception of maybe Faraday, which I know you're not a golf person, but a lot of people that might listen or watch golf know who he is. Yeah. Um, nobody but him is getting like that kind of treatment, like where it's like almost a friend. Like uh, that's the way like Tiger treats these guys. And like, so old, the old whites of the golf Twitter world were all up in arms. But anyways, so, the last day tiger was undefeated in all his matches going into the last match. He's up. Uh, I forget what he was up. I think he was up three, two and he had to make a putt to win it. And it was like a, it was like a big break. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a putt that you just like tap in and you're good. It was like a solid 20 foot putt. He hits it. As soon as he hit the putt immediately takes off his hat. And he's done shaking the dude's hand before the ball dropped. Jesus. Like, it was just such like a, go fuck yourself. I know I made that putt. You can lick my balls. I'm the best golfer in the world. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was fucking incredible. Just, he is so good. Yeah. No, he's. I I fucking love Tiger Woods. (laughs) Um. What else was I going to say? Fuck, I'm all spacey today. Um, I had, I need to write shit down is what I need to do. And get that old CRS? Yeah, can't remember shit. Yeah. Unless it's a phone number from a customer that I sold a lawnmower to 10 years ago. And you got it. Um, yeah, I, I'm lost. Well, I hate this house still. Yeah. I can't, I can't handle the people down here, man. It's just too slow. Yeah. It's just everything. It's just driving. It's talking. It's just, just fucking let's go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a slower, it's a slower environment i don't i don't understand it oh yeah like i get island time because it's beautiful and it's cool and nobody wants to do anything fast yeah north carolina has none of those fucking attributes (laughs) (laughs) it's just like i don't know i just i can't handle it yeah i'm not built for the south 
I do like the weather. It's 65. It's beautiful. It's... Yeah. I was talking to my mother this morning. That's what she said. It's a... From bad. I should have I should have texted you and gone and seen her on Sunday. I don't know how far, how close you are to them. Uh, not close at all, but yeah. I was sort of close. Because I was in... Uh... I was in the Raleigh Durham area. Yeah, it's Sunday. about an hour and forty minutes. From Raleigh Durham? Yeah. Which way? East. Like towards the coast more? Yeah. Jesus. There's yeah, there's so that... there's thirty, forty minutes from the beach. Oh. So. Um God damn it. Talked about guns. Read my story. Uh, Big episode coming up Saturday night. Yes. Our, we'll call it our annual Christmas episode. Yeah. <coughs> first first annual. First annual Christmas Christmas episode. It'll be my third annual reading of the, of the Twas the Night Before Christmas. This is this is like a blockbuster event. Oh, it's going to be monumental. The people don't know what they're about to get, but oh, they'll be they'll be happy once they get it's it. Be, it's an ear massage to uh, get you right into that Christmas spirit. Exactly. You won't. You'll want to just listen to it over and over again. Can we go live and record it at the same time? I have figured it out. I we need to do a little test run, so I might do a test run on like I don't know Thursday or or no Friday night or Saturday night. Okay. Before we record, but I think I have a way to do it. Okay. So. So they'll just um, have to stay tuned. Yeah. So, this is uh, breaking news. It's been making the rounds on the the twitters and the facebooks. What do we got? Uh, it says, uh, breaking news, say goodbye to comfort breaks. New downward tilting toilets are designed to become unbearable to sit on after five minutes. That's, uh, that's uh, discomforting. They say this is the main benefit is to employees in improved productivity. Hmm. 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 I don't know if I like it. Well, so now my question is, well, if it's uncomfortable, 13, so it's 13 degrees angled downward, right? Yeah. What if I just turned around and AC Slater that bitch? Are you ready for that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It it wouldn't be uncomfortable at that point, I don't think. I don't know. I think I might have just cracked the fucking code, though. Yeah. And the only thing I can think of is, Tosh.0 when he's talking about you're you're meant to sit on the toilet the other way that way you have an armrest and you can eat cereal yeah <laughs> using the water tank as a little shelf but what if it doesn't have a water tank well then I guess it's just a little awkward but yeah now that makes sense um yeah so they're uh apparently Designing toilets now so you can't sit on them and scroll Facebook for 20 minutes. That is a dangerous rope. You know, 
I've actually started not doing very good at it. I've tried to be on my phone less at work altogether. But it's tough. It is. I think, I mean, I don't know. I think everyone in the country is now very stuck on having your phone all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got something. Uh Uh-oh. Off subject. But obviously, uh, an update review on my new shoes. Yeah, very waterproof. Oh, very waterproof. Yeah, all right. They uh, wore them in the snow for the first time today. Uh, now, how was the um, delivery date? I got. I received them one week from the day I ordered them. Did were there any more discussions? Um, Merrill responded to my tweet and said to contact their customer service department, which I did. And this was on Thursday or Friday. One of those, I think they were supposed to be here on Thursday. And I explained to them the situation. They said, well, with holiday shipping and stuff, the warehouse is backed up and it's expressed two day shipping from the time that they're shipped, not from the time that you order, which that should be, in my eyes, depicted in the description of that. Because it wasn't. Well, maybe I didn't read the fine print, but when I placed the order, it said they were going to be there on Thursday. So I received shipping. I received them. So I kind of just let that go. Warn them for a week now um, and I'm happy with them comfortable I've I've had Merrill's before I've had them a bunch of times I've just never actually ordered them from Merrill before but. so my wife just posted a picture I'm sorry I just got very distracted no worries it are you are you able to get on the book of faces? I'm on my way. <laughs> Leah Hutchins. <clears throat> uh, the one from ten hours ago? No, just now. It says which team are you on? Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this out right now yeah. into, the, into the Instagrams. We've oh, talked about this on a podcast before. Uh, we have, however, it, no way in any shape or form have I ever once in my life thought about cutting a sandwich in the way depicted in this picture. As a correct. I don't, anybody, there's no, no, you, I mean, if you're going to cut it in half and not do triangles because you're a goddamn communist, I mean, no, you go to Kim Jong-un cuts his sandwich diagonally, diagonally, but you don't cut them across like that. You don't go east to west. No. Or west to east. It's east to west. We're east, on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, east to west. 
right to weird. It's either north to south or diagonal. Yeah. Northeast, southwest. Yeah. Yeah. You get, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I even sometimes I've I've been known to make a sandwich, cut it into four triangles. I'll go four. And then and then create a little like circle, like a circle the wagons, if you will, and corral for a little chip holder. Exactly. Yeah. If more if anybody says A on this post. They need to be, they should have to put their address down so we can send help. Yeah. No, send child protective services, whether they have kids or not. Like, What is your wife? What does she do? If she says, hey, I, I, I don't know how this, this, the rest of my life is going to play out, Yui. <laughs> I'm going to comment on it. I, I did. I know, I see it. I was very, um, <laughs> you were Frank. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I don't know how anyone has ever gone through their life cutting a sandwich east to west and thinking it's okay. Yeah. I, it's just mind boggling. I really like, it's never even crossed my mind that that's how you cut a sandwich. I've never seen a sandwich cut east to west. You shouldn't have to. This isn't this isn't like Zimbabwe. You know? I, I'm really curious if there's anyone that cuts a sandwich east to west. If there is, please get in touch with us. Yeah, I you you're you're gonna be our next featured guest because we need to get we, we need to get you help. I I mean I'm shook right now. I don't know. Ugh, it's. I I don't even know where to go with this. This this is a travesty. I wonder if. Uh, let me see. Let me see if we can do this. We're trying something else. We're going to see. We could have another guest here in a minute. I'm not sure, though. Did you hear about the uh, the piece of shit that stabbed, that stabbed and killed that 82-year-old dude on his front lawn? In, yeah. In and Scarborough? Also, and also fucking assaulted, like, two other people in Freeport. Yeah. And stole a car. And they yeah. they connected the dots. Shoot him. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, just... imagine like. I wonder if the if the neighbor was if like if anybody saw it happen and they're just too afraid to say. I mean, I I don't personally know how I would re- react in a situation. I would like to say I would react, you know, defensively. But I mean, if you're just outside picking up leaves or whatever, and fucking goddamn psychopath comes up to you with a fucking shank, yeah, it's just it's crazy. 
What else is going on? Not much. Kind of. It's been a long couple weeks. Long couple weeks for you, the old boy? Just work. People with their snowblowers. Nobody's patient anymore. We've covered that. It's true. And then... I got a funny story. So my nephew, he uh, he is a very where's his heart on his sleeve type of kid. He's a lot. He's he's very much like me, and um, big, huge Christmas spirit, just yeah. massive, and enjoys decorating the tree every year, buying gifts for people, wrapping presents, all, all everything to do with Christmas. He's all about it. And, um, so he, he's been bummed out lately because his, his sisters, like one of his sisters didn't, didn't decorate the tree with the family and hasn't put up her tree in her room. And it's just, you know, really bummed him out. So I guess his mother found him on the couch the other day sulking and saying, we should just take all the Christmas presents back, take down the, (laughs) take down the tree. Nobody cares about Christmas in this house anymore. (laughs) And I can just, I I know I, I can just see him going through it. Poor kid. And he's got a impeccable style too. He, he, he's, uh, he's taken to wearing track suits. Oh, well played. With a gold chain. Chains are in? Yeah, they're they're Chains coming back. back. They're coming back, which, which I'm proud of. I'm proud of them for it. I told him if I lived closer, I we would have matching. And his parents have, God bless him, have, have talked him into not wearing it to school because they don't want him to get made fun of. But I'm like, if somebody... If somebody makes fun of that, they just they just don't have S T Y L E. That's right. It's just no style. It's when you walk in with two chains and go, I got two chains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Maybe I'll ha- I might have to make a run to the coast the next time I come down. Yeah. I'll bring him I'll bring him another chain. <laughs> I'm sure your sister will be super happy yeah. about it. I'll have to get you a picture of his grill so you can make sure it matches. And he does have a grill. It, that that was last year's Christmas present? Yeah. Or the year before. Last year. Yeah. He's uh he's he's quite a boy. And I hope he never changes. But perfect. Yep. Last night, I uh, was working on a Christmas present that I was making, and I taught my buddy's oldest daughter how to use a nail gun. Mm-hmm. It was a cool uncle moment for me. Did you take the safety off and shoot beer cans? No, I had her actually nail a piece of a piece of wood to a piece of wood. Oh, what do we got? Do we have a third guest? Currently? No. Uh, Hello, friends. No, you don't. Oh. oh. 
You've got two new guests. Oh, here so, we go. So, bye. The, <laughs> the picture in which you just posted <laughs> on the books of faces. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Which do you, which do you think is going to win, boys? I have never seen anyone that cuts a goddamn sandwich east to west, and I think anyone that does is a fucking psychopath. They belong in a penitentiary. <laughs> I think, well, this picture had it wrong anyway. The other alternative is not that way because nobody eats a top or a bottom of a sandwich, but it should be across from north to south. North to south. 100% on board. That's fine. You want to cut? You know what? I got to be honest, ham and cheese, <laughs> ham and cheese sandwiches, when I make them, I'll cut them north to south. No problems. Should we make a third a third option for our No, audience? the fact that you posted a picture with someone that had cut a goddamn sandwich east to west was just fucking mind-blowing. I don't like it. I don't know any. Like, I, I even have a, I have a problem with north to south. North and south is fine. It's. What if you, you want to? What if you want to dip the sandwich? Having if uh, diagonally is key for dipping. What are you dipping your sandwiches in, Huey? It could be anything. <laughs> what, if, what if there's a little leftover mustard on the plate? You know, you got to mop that up. You know, uh, little, you little extra, little extra pita. <laughs> we got George here. He's gonna vote. Yeah, A is not doesn't exist. All right, thank I, you. I really don't think it does. I, I wonder think if it, I can mark up this photo and make it go to I can't. No, I think if there's anyone in the world that says that they cut their I think you should just leave it. And I think Huey and I should probably take our comments off. And if anyone <laughs> answers A, we just cut them right out of our lives and not talk to them ever again. <laughs> not even tell them why. Unfriend them. <laughs> yeah. Just I'm sorry, you don't make the cut. You're also missing this, the, the cut where you don't go all the way to the corners. I, I mean, the B was close. I, I get I get what they were trying to get at. But to cut a sandwich east to west is just... I mean, you might as well be the star of Saw 3. Yeah, or, or you know, I mean, people get upset at Michael Vick. These people... <laughs> There's people out there cutting their. They'll probably do it down south. There's there's people out there cutting their sandwiches from fucking right to left. Yeah. Or left to right. Damn it. Yeah. It's just I. I, Sandwiches is a is a is a constant subject on this on this (laughs) podcast. You guys are hungry. (laughs) No, I'm full. I had a great pizza, but. I cut a sandwich the other day for one of our daughters and I cut it into squares and then I cut the crust off and there was literally nothing left of the sandwich. I might as well have given her cheese and crackers. (laughs) (laughs) I I told Garrett, I like to cut mine sometimes into four triangles and then you you circle the wagons with, with the triangles and you put your chips in the middle you know, safely nestled in a in a corral of sandwich. <laughs> One time I didn't cut my sandwich at all and I ate it whole. Not, that's fine. Yes, yeah, that, I would that, r- rather that, do that than 
be an animal. I mean, option, <laughs> option A is just literally four psychopaths. Maybe, that, maybe you were just, maybe this is some sort of psychology thing you were trying to play on this, us. You know, you, you, you might be honest. <laughs> what are you trying to figure out with this post? <laughs> there's there's got to be an ulterior motive because nobody just posts something like that. And no, I, I, I genuinely, I think that the universe is like, you need to post this on here so that you can be on this podcast. Today. All right. Uh, the universe. I only that's, put it on here the because I knew said. the two of you. Would see would it at the same time. Some sort of conversation. And lose all train of thought and go yeah, completely. seriously derailed like the, probably the last 20 minutes of the uh, podcast. <laughs> Just <laughs> sandwich. Sandwich yeah, we, it. We went right to, we took exit Sandwichville right off the, right <laughs> off the highway. Because you were trying to avoid the, the wrong cut sandwich. Exactly. Hey, Leah's got a good story about Popeyes. What do you got, Leah? Oh, people want to know my story about Popeyes? Oh, you should have heard the one I read. Huey, Huey had a dissertation on Popeyes. It was yeah. it, it was multiple paragraphs. Popeyes and I don't get along. I don't think we... Neither of us made it, I think, two exits. No. Never eaten one. Don't ever go. Don't don't go, George. Don't do it. For all that is holy, don't do it. It's terrible. It's by far, by far the worst uh, fast food I've ever had in my life. I would rather sample diesel exhaust at a truck stop than eat Popeyes <laughs> ever again. Worse than Chick Fil A, Garrett. Worse than Chick Fil A. Yeah, Chick Fil A is at least edible. Oh, God, these people I talk to. (laughs) At the end of my essay, I apologize to (laughs) Chick-fil-A for for the wrongdoing. Chick-fil-A, I apologize. (laughs) But you guys will have to listen to the the beginning of the podcast to hear it. Okay. I use punctuation in everything. I was... It was a scathing letter, is what I'll call it. Wow. Scathing. I'd say review more than letter. All right, review. I also (laughs) used a word that I don't even know how to spell in my, after we talked about it. Erroneous. Erroneous. Wow. E R R O U N E. Nope. O N. O U S. Yeah. I don't know. I just heard it for the first time today and it sounded good. So, <laughs> The word of the day is? Erroneous. Erroneous. <clears throat> yeah, so, sorry. We just have to call you in for a little quick chat. Yes. Because if I, as I was really concerned that you actually thought that that might be okay to ever cut a sandwich that way. <laughs> and and I really so, I was sure in fear for how, your children. How, yeah. I really wasn't sure how I was going to handle if I ever come home. Just, just so, <laughs> just so your audience is aware, I am not a psychopath. Do not cut my sandwiches that way. We're clearing this up right now. Okay. I mean, I'm glad you came on to say it because we appreciate that to square it up. Please come home. <laughs> it turns out I will still fly home. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, we laugh about it, but you, he's serious. Got a little truth in it. Yeah, that is not <laughs> that, that was not a drill, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we dodged. We dodged a big bullet. As much as I hate the South, I could put up with the South over someone that cuts sandwiches like that. The judge says, what were your irreconcilable differences? Left or right? Yeah. Judgment goes to the plaintiff. You may need help. She needs counseling for cutting sandwiches. You have to pay alimony to your husband <laughs> for 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 mental and for stress someone that was a sandwich artist you know i just don't think that you could ever post that picture and think you're going to get away with it no i, I have it was, had it was totally, you have had formal training in the making of sandwiches it's totally bait for you it's what I've it got, was legitimate bait for you two guys you too in particular i saw the picture i said yep and i put it up and look what it did well, I mean, hook, line, and sinker, but... Each, you triggered. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> we were triggered like a couple of millennials. Yeah. Right out of the... Right out of the virtual hey, I music a, store. I got a topic for you that's not related to sandwiches. What's Tell that? me your, your thoughts, and now this is going to come up on everybody's Facebook ads, is the beard straightener, and how that could relate to how people have beards now need extra maintenance instead of letting it be free and actually going out and cutting some wood. Like any, well, I mean, am get... I supposed to go cut wood or something? Jesus Christ. We don't even have a get fucking wood stove. <laughs> I'm just um, so, a so, beard, so if, wait, so there is a man that tends to use a beard straightener. Uh, the only thing that beard straightener should do is just shave it while you try and straighten your goddamn man beard. I don't... If if I ever met a person who straightened their beard, I don't want to do business with them. I don't want anything to do with them. That's... That's, I, er, that's erroneous. I think they might make a really good espresso. I think that's probably... <clears throat> Yeah, they may wear, you know, bean. I, I could, I could describe the exact person to you. They wear bean <laughs> boots, not completely tied, with skinny jeans tucked into them. They or wear, rolled up. or rolled up. They wear a designer flannel. Mm-hmm. They, they're a lumber sexual, is what they are. <laughs> hey, did you find you know, your shirt yet? Did I find my what? Shirt. No. That's a story for another time and another podcast. We will have justice on these shirts, folks. Don't you worry. And these pants that are missing claims is nothing to do I with. He we can't sleep right. He's missing his pants. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to do with it keeping him up at night. It's just the angle of the dangle is a little off. Oh that's be- no! That's because all my pillows. Yeah, beard straighteners. I don't get it. I yeah, saw I, an ad for it today and I thought to myself Self? Self? What on earth? Well now what how is, is happening? It, is it a beard how is it just like a regular so, straightener? Nope. It's like a it's like a little comb 
It's a one-sided straightener with a comb. Yeah, it has a a straightener built into the comb so it can make its way through your beard, comb it and straighten it at the same time so it doesn't look messy and mangled. It looks straight and healthy and... Yay! I didn't say that. I said it looks straighter. It looks... Yeah. More, uh... I just... It's the gayest straight I've ever seen. Uh, I would, I would, so what I'll tell you is when my beard was longer, I did enjoy running a comb through it every now and then, but that was it. Mm -hmm. Just got the knots out, you know, made it look a little more kept, I guess. Um, But I, I would straighten it. Well, so being someone that has a rather large beard mm. you do need to do something about it cuz every you got to maintain it i mean yeah so like i have beard soap mm-hmm. you got body wash you got hair wash and then you got beard wash and it makes a huge difference and it takes out the knots and it feels great and it also moisturizes mm-hmm. which i don't really care about whatever but it makes it so I can actually, like, not lose a hand when I, like, put my fingers in my beard and get caught up in a knot. Yeah. But uh, I would say a beard straightener is... Um, that's a little much. As my oldest niece would say, that's bougie. I, I don't think it's really bougie as much as it's just... Extra. Extra is a great word. <laughs> it's, it's either it's, it's erroneous. Either, uh, is it erroneous? Think, no, it's not erroneous. Yeah, I don't think it's really erroneous. I don't think erroneous plays there. I can give up on that. <laughs> word. It may be ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Huey, stop making erroneous try to work. <laughs> <laughs> You're erroneously using the word erroneous, hoping it's going to stick. Hoping it's going to catch. All right. Well, I'll give it a break. I'm going to well, use it anyway, tomorrow at work. I was just curious for my beard-loving friends and husband who probably will start to see ads now that we have talked about it. I've already seen Take them. A look when them you... they go away. They'll go away eventually when you start researching. I don't know. That better not be under the tree from old Santa Claus there. Tents or something. Um, Santa Claus will end up with a black eye. It'll be under the the tree with a sandwich cut left or right. (laughs) 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 Maybe they already. I got to log off here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate uh, appreciate everything you do for the podcast here. Thank, thankful that you called for clarification so that you can come home. Yeah, yeah, it was close. Well, it's either that or you're going to have to ship him all his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, he was going to show up at the house tomorrow with a box drop. <laughs> we, can't, we can't live under these conditions anymore, <laughs> Leah. Yeah. <laughs> Then I'll make you a sandwich. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Throw it out to the birds and they wouldn't even eat it. (laughs) All right. All right. What the hell is that? 
That mm-hmm. is Diesel trying to listen to your voices. He's on oh. my lap and he is snuggled up underneath the phone. No, oh, Diesel. He wants to get on, on the podcast. He yep. says, I wouldn't eat that sandwich either, Dad. <laughs> yes, he would. No. He would eat that sandwich and then he'd go eat a stick of butter. He'd probably look at it and be like, well, that's not quite right. That's probably poison. <laughs> he knows it's a trap. Don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, Leah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Leah. Thanks, George, for joining in. <laughs> See you later. Don't you have, See ya. Don't you, have a, don't you have a bathroom to go build? <laughs> yeah. Get... He was very yeah. nice. He came down and shoveled it. I know. Get back to work. Sandwich break is over. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. Well, that was oh, nice boy. for the clarification. Yeah. Well, well, we will get to record in person on Saturday. Yes. I won't be busy moving my stuff out of my house. <laughs> That's great news. I'm going to go cut my hair and go to bed. Oh, hope hope there's a shower after the Oh, there will cutting. be. Yeah. There will be. There will be. Don't you worry. If I even do it. I don't know. I think my wife's asleep, so she probably... But... Well, all right, fella. It's been a good one. It's been a, it's been a great one, sir. And we will uh, we'll see everyone on Saturday for a special event. Our first uh, annual. Uh, yeah, it will be... It's a merry, it's a merry, stupid Christmas. It's a merry, stupid Christmas. A reading, and a night with the McDougal. Yes. All so right. We will, we will get that in the studio on Saturday, and hopefully be simulcasting this bitch to YouTube's and the Instagrams. All right. And the face- and the Facebooks, my Facebook peoples love it. Maybe the- yeah, we'll try and figure out the book of faces. We've got more phones. We can. <laughs> we'll just go well, watch so live found, on all of our phones. I found a, a a site that you can stream from. Oh, to all of you, them. You set up everything, and then it will actually <laughs> use like the microphones. And I actually got a webcam from work the other day, which is kind of weird, but. All right. We had them, and my IT guy was like, you want a webcam? I was like, well, sure, I guess so. Yeah, why not? So we may be able to use the video from that and the sound from the microphones and actually make something happen. So there will be extensive testing going on to make this podcast that you're currently listening to the best fucking podcast you've ever listened to. All right. It's going to be... Hopefully. It's going to be a good one. So you guys will have to tune in, watch in. It'll be good. Oh, uh, but wait, wait a minute before we go tonight. Have you had a chance to watch the new trailer for the greatest movie ever made? The new? And the greatest movie coming out in 2020. The new one? There's yeah. a new trailer out for it? It just got released, yes. I guess I'll have to watch it. I tweeted it out. All right, I'll go under to my my account. Okay, I'll make sure I watch it after I get off the phone. 
I have nothing but boners for Top Gun. All right. I, is, I can't is, wait. I I feel bad, and I don't like to normally talk something up, but this could possibly be the greatest fucking movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. I certainly hope so, because we've talked it up. I mean, I feel like Tommy Cruise, he might be a little Scientologist, but I think he knows what made him the fucking bread and butter, and he's not going to come back and do a half-assed job. What's his name in the movie? Pete Maverick Mitchell? Yeah. Something like that. I think old Mavs, he, we're going to be all right. It's, he's going to do a good job. He comes back as like an instructor. Yeah. I and watched so, the original one, like the original trailer they came out with for the new one. So the one that he tweeted out this week starts out and like it's the, I mean, I, hold on. Just, just wait a second. I just have to. I just have to pull it up. Just, I just can't do anything but it because it starts out. My favorite line in it is like right in the beginning. Oh, we got an advertisement. Fucking Brad Paisley and goddamn Peyton Manning. I do get a kick out of Peyton Manning's commercials. I'm sorry. I do. I he's funny. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, you just hear those bells drop. Your instructor is one of the finest pilots this program has ever produced. His exploits. It's coming. It's coming. They very well mean the difference between life and death. Your reputation precedes you. I have to admit, I wasn't expecting an invitation back. They're called orders, Maverick. That's my favorite part. Two versus one? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and then Tom Cruise. So it's like two planes are flying side by side. And yeah. It's like two recruits or two whatever uh, students. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they're talking back and forth. He's like, oh, two, two versus one? You gotta be kidding me. And then Tom Cruise fucking stuffs a plane between the two of them like in a direct vertical. Yeah. Just like flies by them. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Gets the old juices flowing. No doubt. I can't wait. It's going to be a good one. All right. It's been 99 minutes. 
I know this is a long one. Yeah, it didn't feel like it, but it we got into a little sandwich discussion there. Yeah, we went off on, we went off on, <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole. What happened? We really did. Nothing wrong with it, but we, we got bamboozled. <laughs> yeah. We got set up. Yep. So, well, all right, fellas. Thanks, folks, for listening. And we'll Thank see you, you this weekend. We will. We will see you, and you'll hear us this weekend. And until then, cut your sandwiches north to south or northeast to southwest. I don't care. But if you go east to west, you can just go ahead and unsubscribe. You're done. Yeah, we don't need that kind of negativity in our life. <laughs> Thanks, folks. Bag it. Peace.